This episode of Real Fit is brought to you by Mermaid's Garden, a fish market and share located in Brooklyn. Mermaid's Garden offers impeccably fresh, fully traceable, sustainable seafood sourced from domestic small boat fishermen. Their selection highlights the best seasonally available fish and shellfish, as well as delicious prepared foods, thoughtfully chosen pantry items, and catering for special events, large and small. Visit their market at 644 Vanderbilt Avenue in Brooklyn or join their fish share with 10 pickup locations throughout Brooklyn and Queens to get a weekly supply of super fresh, sustainable fish at a reasonable price. I myself participate in the fish share and find it's a great way to get sustainable seafood. So check out Mermaid's Garden, mermaidsgardennyc.com. Hello, my name is Darlene Fanshawe. I reside in Detroit, Michigan. I make cadence at the Women's Conference this uh, October um, in Detroit, Michigan for um, October 2017. I took her resistance and fascist class. I was interested because I had a couple of back surgeries and I was like, I've tried everything from physical therapy, aqua therapy, numerous of injections, pain medications. And I was like, well, let me try something different. And when I went to the class, when I left out, I was just so excited, so relaxed. I, and it's like, I just, I met a friend for life in Cadence. She helped me so much. I think I have a picture of you rolling on the foam roller when you were saying, I'm having a euphoric experience. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that that was the best feeling of going home and I slept like a baby. But unfortunately, my asthma started acting crazy. So I wasn't able to attend the following day. And it was just like, wow, really? Um, can you tell us a little bit about like what, what happened with your back and what things were you doing before? And I was an EKG tech at a uh, hospital called Beaumont here. Um, I went to go do a stat EKG for uh, a patient. When I got to the room, the patient was in a chair, which, you know, they're supposed to be laying down. So the nurse and the nursing assistant asked me to help assist the patient into the bed. Now the patient was like, she was 390 pounds. So the nurse and the nursing assistant was on one side and it was me by myself. My first mind was like, don't do this. But I'm just a overachiever. I love to help everyone. I was like, go ahead, do it. End of the day, be a piece of cake, go home. But as soon as we went to go lift her, we counted on three. The third, we went to pull, and I felt something snap in my back. And the pain just instantly went down to my toes. And I'm like, wow, that's something. So I went to emergency. They said, oh, yeah, you have a, a pulled muscle. So I went for a whole year with them telling me, no, this is in your head. It's a pulled muscle. It's a pulled muscle. And I'm like, no, something is wrong. By this time, I'm walking down the street or walking in my house or down the steps, and I would just instantly, my legs would give out on me and fall. I would fall. So now I'm falling on myself. 
I can't hold my urine. Uh, I got this pain going from my buttocks to my toes. So I went to another doctor. Um, he told me, he said, well, let's try an MRI, see what's really going on. Come to find out I ruptured three discs in my back. So I immediately, they was like, you need surgery. So they did the first surgery. They did a disectomy. They removed two discs and cut one in half. They didn't put a spacer where the two discs where he removed. So a year later, me and my husband was walking downtown um, right um, in Hart Plaza, uh, not too far from Cobo Hall where we were at. And my body just, my legs gave up under me and fell. I fell again. This time I could not move. I couldn't feel anything. And I was really, you know, concerned and upset. So he took me to the hospital. They immediately done an MRI because I had already had the back surgery. My spine had collapsed. So they was like, well, now we need to go and put the rods in and the screws. So I, like a dummy, didn't get a second opinion. I went ahead and let them do that. Um, a whole year later, now this was 2005 when I got hurt, 2006 I went the whole year, 2007 I had my first surgery, 2008 I had my second one, and 2009 they're like, oh yeah, you need another surgery now, it's a disc above your rods and ruptured, and I'm like, no, this time I'm like, no, I'm not letting you guys cuddle me again. So I went ahead and took a whole year and a half off of work. Um, I did every therapy I could, aqua therapy, physical therapy. I did pain management, pain pills, which I really did not like at all because it had me so zoned out. I didn't know what day it was. And every time I went to the doctor and told him this pain is getting worse, he would just, oh, here, we're going to up your pain meds without even saying, well, let's try this or that. So I just got really tired and was like, okay, I can't do this anymore, you know. So I went, I lost some weight. Uh, per one of my uh, girlfriends who was a doctor, she said, try losing some weight. And then I started feeling good. Symptoms had subsided and went back to work. Well, last year, I was at work and I was leaving out the job. I was, but this time I had, uh, became an office manager at a chiropractic clinic. Turned around and was walking out and my legs did the same thing. I fell. And they was like, oh, your vertebrae broke. Now you need another surgery. So I went and did that surgery. And now they're telling me now they want to do, uh, they want to fuse my SI joint, which they want to go through my hip stick a rod through there and hammer it into me. And I'm like, no, that's starting a whole new problem. Now I have hip problems. So I started doing the stretches that you taught me. I started working um, on stretching, relaxing. Um, I started laying onto my back and was doing the poses and um, that you taught us when we Lay on our back. I forgot the, the uh, what the pose you, you caught, but that really helps me so much. And then I 
lay on to my um phone piece that uh the phone roller that you sent me and I remembered the step you taught us how to lay on you know lay onto your back and then roll down and that helps so much so so far I haven't been able I haven't been taking the pain pills I the pain has subsided again so I'm like wow this is working which is that's what all I needed was someone to do in the first place say well why don't you try some yoga or something you know, opposed to always want to up your meds and, you know, just jump to surgery. No one here always says, no one says, oh, you could try alternative things. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and also remind us how, how old are you? Because you're not 75 years old. <laughs> no, I am 45 years old. Yes, I'm 45. Um, also, you look like you're 27. Let me just say. Uh... How old were you in that, with the first injury? Oh, God. I think I was 37, 38. So it's just important. I mean, I just think it's important because it's it's not like you were, you know, postmenopausal with like bone, brittle bones and a little, you know, whatever. Like you're active. And you told me that you're not working anymore, right? No, I'm not working anymore. So I'm at home going crazy with two pit bulls. <laughs> when I went to the doctor a couple of weeks ago, he told me, he said, it's a possibility that I might not be working no more because since the initial injury, I tried to go back like four times. I don't want to sit at home waiting on my husband. Can't do it. So... Just the thought of having to sit at home and wait on him to be like, here, here go $5 is killing me. I was just telling my daughters um, I'm about to enroll in school. And she's like, well, Ma, you're going to enroll in school for what? You can't work. And I'm like, because I got to get out this house. You should enroll in Pilates certification school. <laughs> you know what? I should. I, yes, I should. Because that way... I could help someone who is going through what I went through. And then I can be the cadence. Yeah, well, you can help yourself. A lot of people get certified just for themselves. And they don't ever teach. Insider's tip. <laughs> yes, then I can turn around and be the cadence and help someone else. Well, I did not even know when I met you how extreme a situation you were in. You basically... You, you, you were just like, oh, I had some back surgeries and stuff. And also, I definitely thought that you were, like, maybe in your late 20s. So. Oh, no. I wish. Oh. And see, and that's the whole thing. I'm not getting younger. So for them to keep constantly doing these surgeries on me, all the scar tissue, I don't want that. So I wanted something to, to learn when I get ready to go to bed. I don't have to. I don't want to take a sleeping pill to go to sleep. I want to go to sleep naturally. And since I had left from you and I've come home doing my stretches, some nights I am able to go to sleep and have a good night's sleep. You know, because I have really stretched really good and it feels good. When I wake up, I'm relaxed. I'm not all cramped up, doubled over. And it feels good. And I really, really thank you because 
it's crazy because I was like, I'm going to this class. If it kills me, I'm going to be the, I was the first person in there. I was like, I'm getting to this class. <laughs> and what, what resources did you feel were available to you outside of stuff that your health insurance was paying for? Or like, I don't know what the community is like in Detroit for yoga and Pilates and things like that. I tried to look it up a little bit before I went. There are definitely some small studios, but um, like how how available does that seem or how 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 at the forefront of people's there minds is, is that? The local YMCA, they, uh, they have a yoga class. Uh, my girlfriend told me last year they did have a Pilates class, but far as just someone having a Pilates class out and open for anyone to attend, I haven't really seen anything out. And then also, too, I wasn't really, no one really said, here, why don't you try yoga, yoga and Pilates? So when the first injury happened, none of your doctors said, uh, did anyone ask you like what you do for fitness or anything like that? Yes, they did. And, um, and, and it's crazy because even with me telling them I don't swim because they asked me, do I swim? I was like, no, I don't know how to swim. Well, I want you to go to aqua therapy. And I'm like, okay, no one has, I guess it's just, and it's not me. So I know it's just not me. It's a lot of people here. The alternative is not available for you because they're too stuck on the kitbacks they're going to get for their medication refills and scripts. So they're not going to tell you, oh, yeah, you can do yoga and Pilates because this is going to really help you. Why tell me that when they can get their money from getting their scripts? You know, if I get healed, then they don't get no money. It is pretty outrageous that they keep upping painkillers and things like that without asking you what other things you've been able to do or any effects that you've found or because what's the end point of that? You, your script would just go up and up and up. I mean, that's pretty crazy. And we have such a um, crisis in this country right now with painkillers and addiction because all of these joints are they are fluid reactive joints they react to gravity they react to our movements you can't harden a joint and then expect all the other joints to work normally you would start having feet problems you start having upper back problems you can't take like a uh i don't know like a slinky and then like glue together five of the slinky rings and then toss it down the stairs and think that it's going to function the way that it did before it's going to do weird things and then that's going to have a ricochet effect then there's an issue somewhere else and then an issue somewhere else and you already are, are seeing that just one back surgery kind of became a domino effect and no one seems to have addressed the the no pun intended but the core issue of actually dealing with where the strain occurred and the discs that got pushed out of place because of that strain so i think that's what you're experiencing with the stuff that i was showing you is you're actually getting close to the like the the initial problem and starting to work on that initial problem and then that's having a, a positive domino effect of relieving pain that's um that's that's being referred to other parts of the body um can you describe a little bit you know just living in detroit your whole life and what's 
what that's like and what your community is like now these days? You know, over the years from from when I'm, I can say I probably had my most fun when I was younger. Because younger, when, when I was younger, there were very, there was like community centers, centers every mile apart from each other. So you had your choice to go to a different community center and do play football, cheerleading, basketball, baseball, do different community activities. Now every center is closed. It was probably in Detroit where there was uh, probably 100. It's probably about 20 now. Um, the schools, you know, they don't offer this. Uh, any type of services really for the kids. Um, they do the regular basketball, football, cheerleading, volleyball, and that's it. Um, and well, in my community, I took my daughter out of my community school and put her over in another district where she has a lot of different um, activities to choose from. I love to keep her active. So for far as growing up back then to now, I don't like it at all. Completely changed. Um, what advice would you give someone in your community if they have a similar thing going on? We actually have quite a few listeners in Detroit from being out there, which is cool. I would tell them to definitely step outside of the box. You know, try something other than the normal because that now the pain pill craze is the normal. Step outside of the box. Try something because if you don't try, you don't know. If you don't ask these questions, you won't know. And your goal in life is to live, not be dead somewhere or, you know, I try. I, that was my very first time trying Pilates, and I loved it. I enjoyed it. I had so much fun, and I, I was just within the class was an hour, and within an hour, I probably was the loosest I've ever had been. You see, when I got up, I was like, wow, Cadence, I feel so good. Um, that's fantastic. I think that was the benefit of that weekend for a lot of people was really um, opening their perspective and trying new things, having conversations about things, um, just meeting people. It was nice to be in a, you know, this huge convention center with all these women and just have that support of just everyone being women around you. And you could kind of guess that everyone's going to have similar pers- you know, similar politics, but not necessarily similar perspectives. And so it was really interesting to meet people from all different um, backgrounds and places and reasons why they were there. Um, even people, there were a couple people who were from other countries who aren't even able to vote in this country or run for office, but they were there because they wanted to be more aware and active. I thought that was so cool. So I want to thank you, Darlene Fantroy. Um, It is such a pleasure to have met you and connected with you so quickly. Um, in Detroit and I'm so excited that our relationship has continued and I'm looking forward to wherever it goes next and I want to thank you for taking time out of your day with your puppies and your people in your house um, and joining us uh, 
on our very first Skype interview as well on this podcast. So I hope that we either have you on here again or that you and I can collaborate in the future in other ways. Well, Cadence, whenever you need me, I'm, I'm at home all day. <laughs> so, so you can easily get in contact with me. <laughs> it's like I can't go nowhere. <laughs>